0: Hello everyone and welcome to The Nasty Woman Club, the sex edition, episode 2. One of the main things I wanted to do with this miniseries was talk to women from different areas of the sex industry. And I knew a ballest dancer was one of them. It may be surprising to some, but they are in fact counted as being in the sex industry. My guest on today's episode will tell you why. I'll be talking to a ballest dancer... Meet Sugar De Geux. She's the Queen of Curves. She's won Miss Burlesque WA and was runner-up in Miss Burlesque Australia. She's performed in France, England, and across Australia. And she teaches vintage pin-up workshops in Perth. We talked about our mutual love for the Queen of Burlesque, Dita Von Teese. And of course, we had to talk about the movie Burlesque. Is the world of Burlesque really like that? Minus Cher and Christina Aguilera, of course. Let's find out, shall we? This is Sugar De Jus.
1: For me, I, I think the only name that I had associated with burlesque was Dita Montaise. And if, even then, uh, she wasn't really well-known. I kind of discovered burlesque maybe 2006, 2007. So it was still really fresh to me. I was still a teenager. I didn't really think that it was something kind of for everyone. I, I just thought it was like, oh, like a pin-up model, kind of pretty. But the first time it, it actually sucked me in was I was having a look at, uh, you know, doing a bit of a Google on Data Von taste And I came across some YouTube videos of live burlesque performances. And I just went down the rabbit hole a little bit because I loved the costumes. I thought they were really pretty and, and had a little look there. And there was a first time I've ever seen like a, you know, a performer that looked like me, like a dancer who was a little bit thicker. She had, you know, larger breasts, hips a little bit of cellulite and her name was tits du and i watched her youtube video and she was absolutely just oozing body confidence just dripping with style she looked amazing she had complete control and power and i absolutely fell in love and from then on i was like oh where, where, where can I go to do this? I want to do this. I think this would be so much fun. And I started doing some classes because there was um, a small, like burlesque troupe that was running in Perth that offered classes. So it was—it was really not mainstream at the time that I found it, and it was just due to, like, you know, just a, a careful bit of googling and knowing the name Data Von and it has just grown so much bigger than that. It has absolutely boomed since that.
0: I love so much that your love started from Dita Von Teese. I have the biggest girl crush on her. My oh. goal is to see her live. I still haven't. It's on my list. She is fantastic. And, you, like, she's she's amazing because there's so
1: many different avenues of burlesque that has evolved from Dita, and, and Dita started doing it to stand out of the crowd because she worked in strip clubs. So she really wanted to stand out from the crowd, which is why she did the whole vintage thing. And now that burlesque has really taken off, you know, you can be a burlesque drag performer, you can be a comedic performer, you can be a circus performer, you can really find your own avenue. So you don't have to just be like a carbon copy of one piece to be able to perform. You can do whatever you want, but I absolutely am I'm enamored with her and I'm always inspired by
0: her. So you said that you started off with burlesques by doing some classes. How did you then transfer classes into then wanting to then work in clubs or bars or... Yeah, where exactly do burlesque Ooh. or dancers work as well? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I have to yeah. think as well. Yeah, how did then that, that transfer from classes then to making into a career of yours? Yeah, it's tricky because, um,
1: uh, you know, obviously when I started again, it wasn't as mainstream. There were not spots for burlesque performers in bars or, or nightclubs in Perth. Um, when you go to places like New York um, or, you know... Uh, New Orleans burlesque is a little bit more in the history and it it happens a little bit more um, commercially there but in Perth there's kind of nowhere to go it's more of a like a hey you do this for body confidence we do it for fun and we go from there so the only option when you want to start doing it at a professional level is to teach so when I started doing some um, when I started taking classes I found I really had a talent for it the teachers that I had in Perth were really supportive and said look you know you're doing very well at this you're going to be fantastic you know this is what you need to do to become a professional performer and it's really just about working on your craft every act that you create really polished At that time, they started hosting Miss Burlesque Australia, which is a competition that started in Perth. I think the first time they started was 2011. So a few of my teachers had competed in Miss Burlesque WA. And from then, that really hones you in and can turn you into a professional performer. So from there, like after doing classes, the next step to being a professional is really kind of entering some competitions because that way you're acts are scrutinised by professionals. You know, you're recognised on more of a like a larger scale level. It pushes you really to match the level of um, of performance that was in Perth at the time. And as that has gone on, that's completely levelled up. So once I did that for a couple of years, um, I did quite well at that. I spent your first couple of years competing and not winning but then you start placing and then I was lucky enough to win in 2016 and at that point I was already a teaching performer and I'd already been accepted to a couple of international uh, burlesque festivals. You've got to hustle. It's you going out there and and making sure that you are um, present on social media and working on your craft and making sure that you're looking at the level of, of performers that you aspire to be like and making sure that you're trying to match that with every act that you make. You can't just rock up in some lingerie and do a strip tease and expect to be paid and booked at clubs and gigs and you've also got to go out there and you've got to go to clubs and gigs and see the performers that are out there and see what they're doing something that's gotten me a lot of bookings as a professional performer is being heavily involved in the world of drag so I love and support a lot of drag queens I'm inspired by a lot of Perth drag queens and um, because I'm out there at their events every week they see me and they see what I'm capable of and then the booking starts to roll in from there so if you're at home working on this stuff and uh and not going out and seeing anything no one's going to know that you're there
0: mm-hmm. i love so much that you are so impassioned about the drag culture as well so obviously then you must be a big fan of violet chachki and her drag
1: she's fantastic because i think she was one of the first queens to be featured on the show that was heavily kind of burlesque influence mm. you know she she had that very classic burlesque style and she wasn't afraid of wearing a corset and sucking that in or doing a little strip striptease because a lot of the queens hadn't really stripped so much on the show and then she started doing a little burlesque numbers and a little striptease and then now we're seeing a lot more drag queens um, and the burlesque lines really being blurred. Like our, our last Miss Burlesque Australia is a very um, amazing Perth drag queen. The first ever winner um, of Miss Burlesque Australia who is a drag queen and we love it. We love it because the, it, the lines between burlesque and drag Are now completely merged. So Mm -hmm. we, I work in drag clubs and burlesque, and drag queens come and do my burlesque classes. So it's fantastic.
0: Oh, I love that so much. That must be so nice just to see burlesque just morph into this thing that is just. There's no right way to do it. There's all these different avenues you can do it. I love that so much. Absolutely, yeah. Every idea is accepted. Every person is accepted. We want it. Mm. So something I've always been curious about, and I think many of the listeners of the Nasty Woman Club would be curious about too. Is burlesque part of the sex industry? Because since you are essentially taking your clothes off for adult entertainment, like, does that mm-hmm. count as being part of the sex industry? And if it is, does that have then any
1: stigmas? I think this is still heavily debated within the burlesque scene. I would 100% say yes. Because, you know, you really need a license to be able to strip in certain venues, even though we get down to, you know, the smallest thing we get down to is either uh, Merkin and Pacey's. Merkin is like a little um a little beaded or um, sequined little, like, must cover (laughs) or like a C string so it's still there's a lot of nudity on show and a lot of bars or clubs may not have the particular license to be able to show that within their venue so it's quite hard and I I would say definitely it is a a specialty and it is um, a a part of the sex industry, it's adult entertainment and it's difficult sometimes with bookings because people will either see the movie burlesque and think that uh, that's the safest way and and a lot of our acts aren't really as in your face. But when you are in the burlesque world and you see how kind of raunchy and thigh slapping a few acts can be, we've been faced with that before where you get books for a corporate gig and the client is really upset because there's nudity. And we're like, well, that's what burlesque is. It's nudity. It's women's bodies. It's not bodies of every, um, of just one body type. We've got a million and one body types here. So it's a massive industry and we, um, we're really aligned with sex workers and are people who work in strip clubs as well because they're faced with the stigma of you know that it's a, a dirty thing that stripping and taking clothes off is dirty that it's not a valid profession and we absolutely think that's bullshit. The other thing that gets debated a lot is whether or not burlesque is better than stripping whether you know you can say that I'm a classy stripper or that you should um, be putting out there oh come to my burlesque classes because it's stripping but classy and we also think that's a load of bullshit because it's all the same thing it's Bodies. It's women taking off their clothes to music. You know, the the lines should not be separate. It, it should be blurred. They're exactly the same thing. So, i a hundred percent would classify burlesque as working in the sex industry.
0: And also, people that take off the clothes that own their bodies. Why are they the ones that are always shamed? Why isn't the ones that are paying them? That's what I always get yeah. confused about. Yeah, completely,
1: completely. And um, and we we get paid for our gigs as well. I don't get paid anywhere as as good as what a. Uh, a strip a stripper would get paid so we we appreciate the hustle we appreciate the money but mm-hmm. at, the, at the end of the day why is taking your clothes off you know in a, a corset a crystal corset any better than taking off a you know a bra at a strip club it's really just different venues and the stigma that's around the venues and we want to get rid of that kind of shame stigma around strippers and around strip teasing and about owning your body and um and being proud of your body and loving and feeling your own sexuality like there's nothing wrong with that
0: yeah absolutely i know every single night would be different or every single day would be different but what is in general like the day-to-day work day or work night look like for a burlesque dancer
1: yeah well, I, I love this. And I feel like it's kind of, it ebbs and flows, especially when you're a professional performer. So for me, a day-to-day basis is I run, um, I teach classes frequently. So a lot of the time, my um, my day is I, I work at a day job. I have a really lovely day job that I um, that I work at, for, which is my nine to five. And then I will come home. And because burlesque is my passion, it's always on my mind. So I'll be listening to burlesque music at work or chatting about it with the girls that I work with. When I come home at the end of the day, It's either, you know, replying to booking emails or chatting with girls who might be competing. I do a lot of mentoring as well. So if it's competition season, I'll be doing a lot of meetings and and a lot of um, mentoring. Uh, I also make my own costumes. So if I'm personally working on a new act and I have to have that finished within a couple of months, then it'll be going home and working on that in the evening, taking a couple of sewing classes. So it, it really varies and it depends on how much time and effort that you are mentally capable of putting in. I know that there are some people that just live and breathe it, and they are up until 2 in the morning working on costumes. A lot of girls do it full-time. A lot of the girls in Brisbane work as full-time professional burlesque dancers who run their own studios. So um, it's their full-time hustle for them. For me, it's a part-time hustle. But you just throw yourself into it, and you have so much fun doing it. Like That's the best part. I'm really passionate about burlesque. I live and I breathe it and I love doing it. So when I get to go home and unwind after a a long day, it it just involves like a glass of wine and then I'm going to crystal some stuff or listen to some music or pop on a a track that I really like and maybe work out some floor work or a chair routine for that and go, oh, I'm going to put that in my next class. So it's a lot of fun.
0: Now, I'm sure many of you listening have seen the iconic movie, Burlesque. No? Shame on you. Well, I remember seeing it back in cinema in 2010. I fell in love even more with Cher and Christina Aguilera, which I didn't even know was possible, and honestly thought, watching this movie, this must be what the world of burlesque looks like. Well, boy, I was wrong. What was your thoughts when you first saw the movie Burlesque? Like, does it depict what Burlesque Dancer's life is like, or is it really G-rated the way they perceived it?
1: I can't wait for Burlesque performers to listen to this podcast. <laughs> it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely not what Burlesque Aww. is. It is a complete and utter load of... Oh, crap. Look, oh um, poor Christina look, Aguilera know, and Cher. I, oh. I love them both. I love them both. <laughs> but, you know, the, the best part about that movie is it drew people to our industry. It, it you know, putting the name out there and just calling it burlesque. And everyone loved it. Women loved it. It was a great movie. So we get booked all the time from women who have been like, I've seen the movie Burlesque. I want to know more about Burlesque. Oh, look, someone in Perth teaches it. I've had so many bookings because of it. So I can't hate on the movie too much. Uh, Whether or not the question is, is it an accurate representation of what Burlesque is? It's a hard no. I love Burlesque and Cabaret and Showgirls. And for me, the Burlesque that's shown in um, the movie Burlesque is a little bit more like Cabaret. It's a lot more singing and Showgirl-focused and a bit less on the striptease element. And it didn't really show a lot of body diversity to me as well. Me, one of the best parts about entering the burlesque world is you can be any body type, color, gender. It's really, we're really, really open. Anyone can be out there on on that stage and seeing more bodies that look different really helps with erasing this idea of you should be one body type to be sexy. So I love and encourage people to go out and see a live show because you're going to have ten times the fun at a live show than you would on uh, on the movie, and of course the movie's a little bit censored. When you go to a proper burlesque show, you are going to see some shit. You are going to see some really amazing, funny quality acts, stuff that really get your brain ticking over, and it you are going to fall absolutely head over heels in love with it.
0: I love that so much that you are so passionate about it. How has it impacted you with your, because obviously as a woman, we are raised to hate Mm. our bodies, to critique Mm. our bodies. How has it helped you and empowered you with your own body personally? It's definitely been like a
1: slow, a slow burn. It was, it's an amazing resource to find. And as I age, see my body in a different light um, every year that I age. And when I was a, when I was a, a, you know, younger, I thought, oh, I'm never going to love my body. I'm never going to fully accept it. And now I'm at that stage where I'm like, okay, there are some body issues that I have. I know why I have them. I accept that I have them, but that's not going to let me stop doing what I, what I love doing. And I'm happy. And you just kind of take everything with a grain of salt and be like, all right, okay, I'm not 100% okay with my arms in this photo, but that's okay because everyone who saw the act live loved it. And I had a great time performing and it made me feel amazing. So the main thing to realize is you are never not going to have body hangups. Everyone has them. And they're never going to fully go away. But doing something like this and encouraging you to step outside of your box and go and see different performers and different body types on stage make you feel a little bit less singled out. Like you don't feel like you're the only one with body problems. And it causes you to let go of that um, grip that you have over yourself and go, hey, all right you're not perfect and that's okay because no one is
0: thank you so much for chatting with me lovely i so appreciate it and now you make me want to do a burlesque class (laughs) yay
1: do it it's so much fun i highly recommend it there are lots of burlesque shows everywhere uh, all around australia we've got such a massive community in australia of burlesque performers so if you're not sure where to go just google burlesque and your local town or your local state and i'm sure you're going to be able to find some shows or some classes
0: thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the nasty woman club the sex edition and a huge 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 thank you to my lovely lovely guest sugar du jour make sure you check her out on instagram at sugar du jour i'll pop her name in the show notes and if you're in perth make sure you check out one of her shows or one of her pin-up workshops highly recommend Next week on the show, I will be speaking with another woman from the sex industry. I'll be speaking with someone that does escorting. And I'll be asking my lovely guest all the juicy questions I'm sure you have always been curious about with escorting. For more stories on intersectional feminism and woman empowerment, make sure you check out The Nasty Woman Club on Facebook and Instagram and thenastywomanclub.com. I will see you all next week with the Nasty Woman Club, the sex edition.